Thank you so much for downloading the latest, the newest episode of The Wrestling Journalist. I was joined by Sonic Gino live on Trovo.live slash Fleeties. Uh, great time with Sonic Gino. Not a ton of wrestling at the beginning. I just kind of re-listened to a little bit of it, and I cut right to where we're talking about like what's on USA Network and why NXT is still on live television, and it leads into what it leads to. So be ready, okay? Get your red pills out. I haven't done the hashtags and headlines in several months, so if you're sensitive to that kind of content, skip to about 45 minutes in with my main man, Sonic underscore Gino. So uh, this is the final day, if you're listening to this on the 8th, to get your uh, Manscaped product, get that performance package 4.0, shave your balls with all of us here at the uh, at the Vleeties family. And uh, like I said, promo code Vleeties, manscaped.com, 20% off the performance package 4.0. Also getting free worldwide shipping. So it doesn't matter what country you're in, you're also taking advantage of the deal. So uh, manscaped.com, promo code Vleeties, and enjoy tonight's discussion. Even though shitty NXT, like nobody's watching it, according, like in, in accordance with wrestling fans, nobody's watching it. But. Enough more people are going to be watching that than Law and Order. Put that shit on. Right, Gino. That's true, and that's what we gotta see is that these numbers, all the matter, NXT brings in more numbers than Law and Order SVU replays that no one we cares about watching anymore. Ninety percent of this episode with ancillary characters, Bill and Frank, uh, Bill this, played Gino? by Nick Offerman, who is a survivalist that when the apocalypse breaks out. Is this just the new, this is the new thing, is right? Is hiding like, in a bubble. This just seems like the worst. Okay, so Last of Us are, like looks terrible, but the people that we have reviewing it is this, this is what like TV is now. That or like YouTubers that just watch it because like they're gaming YouTubers like Angry Joe is reviewing it too, but he's also reading fucking Picard like that matters. I'm even reading Jeremy Slapnut in the chat like is this a man is that like this is definitely a man who who wants like all of this is so progressive. All of this is exactly what they want us to think yeah. the whole world and is. And he does a very good job, but it's a very lonely existence. No, that's a lady. Until Frank shows up, played by the amazing Murray Bartlett, uh, winds up in one of Bill's traps, has some dinner, is supposed to go on his way, and then the two uh, embark on a romantic relationship that then they spend the next decade plus living out together in their own little, like... Huge ass says this show is awesome. This show looks like trash to me. So, so you're you're watching Last of Us, right? I know this is a wrestling discussion. We are the wrestling journalists, but you and I can discuss the lack. Is it at all? Is there a wrestler on it? How can we connect it back to wrestling? You know, they have tree people in it, Gino, and uh, Daniel Bryan wanted to eliminate all. You know, he didn't want us to use any natural ingredient. I don't know, Gino. This show looks Gino's like trash. Back the only way to compare is going okay. Go ahead, Gino. I was going to say the only way we could compare trees is a treehouse. The treehouse, which we can go back to Trey Miguel and fucking everyone part of the Rascals, the amazing group of Impacts. That's why we could have compared trees to that, but, but I do not watch The Last of Us. I've, I'm dead on Last of Us after Last of Us Part 2. I'm like, I don't care. Just let it die. What's the other guy from Last of Us that's canceled? Carson Wentz. Yeah, he's awful, dude. Okay, so... Yeah, I, I have no interest in watching this show, and people are so addicted to it, it makes me hate it. Like, it was the same thing that happened with House of Dragon. Everybody loved House of Dragon. Watch House of Dragon. And, like, in my head, I have just been burned on so many of these fucking shows that go viral. I have no interest in joining the bandwagon now. Like, I missed it. I missed the train. You all like it so much that if I have any issues with it, and I shouldn't have any issues with it, but because you all like it so much, I just hate it. 
and this is like a forced gay thing that they just you can't and there's there's you can't tell me there's no agenda you know like every popular piece of media now has to have two dudes making out or two chicks making out even season five of my son's jurassic park show that he likes had to have the chick characters making out that's why what we gotta do is we need to watch more anime because anime does not have this have an agenda. We have shows like My Hero Academia does not have any agenda that's trying to push on to you or attack on Titan or one of my favorites now made in Abyss. I finally caught up to season two and it's it's a great show. It's is, absolutely is worth that watching. because is that is that because like gay marriage is illegal in Japan? Like they, they don't like J- Japanese are not okay with gay. Like I know that there's a whole movement and they're trying to do it like America, but even recently, like they they were denied the right to marriage in Japan or the right to marriage. They were the privilege to marriage, you know. That might be the case, but that's what we could like. We should go visit Japan like Jim and them to just see like how is the culture different than how it is here. Since they are free the one day instead of two days since they have a six day work. Let me see, you know, I want to find this scene for you. It's so it's so useless and out of place. Like this whole show. I got a warning for you adults out there. There's a Netflix. Camera. Oh, wow, I didn't even watch this. So I didn't watch this this sample of it, but. Yeah, Gino, this is for real. Like, this is a Netflix show. My son watched the first four seasons, and it was good. It's a good show. And now, like, look, it even says, like, warning, Netflix kids show blindsides parents with a shocking woke ending that nobody saw coming. Because throughout the entire series, they don't even hint at these two characters being... Show? Like, they don't even hint at these two characters being at all romantic or interested in each other. But it had to happen on the show, you know. At first, the two were just friends, but in the final season, that clearly changed. Here is a clip from that. Oh, this is great. So, my children have been watching this show. Oh, they kids! This season, I've been watching it with them. I've been enjoying it. Yes, it's great storyline. And then all of a sudden, this shows up on the like third to last episode of the season yeah it's really like smash cut to this like it made no sense nobody sees it coming like this whole show where it's been all these cis characters who are just young teenagers thank you so much t-con gino this is one of the like most this is why when people are like you know we shouldn't resist like yes we should they're putting this in everything now it's just like no it's normal trust me it's like no my i grew up without all this shit being shoved down my throat so like like i get it that people who are in power now who are gay are like no we need to have gay shit for kids now this will because it's just as normal can we admit that it's not like there's no other species out there gino that are like there's no man-on-man sexual aggressiveness in any other species. Like, it's really just us. And we're over here trying to make it so normal. And look, if you're living that lifestyle, you're living that alternative lifestyle, then, hey, that's yours. But don't try and force it down all the other people's throats. Because, and here's another, dude, a new theory, Gino. Uh, we talk about, how you know how anti-vaxxers were trying to claim, like, this is all population control, this COVID thing, they're just trying to kill us off. I'm thinking this whole gay movement is is population control now. We're just trying to teach, like, because we've heard the gay. I went to high school with one gay man. And now I'm hearing that schools are 25% gay. So think about how the, like, we're going to stop producing people because we're all just fucking each other. 
I and mean, I was in like high school, like six or seven gay people, and I was supporting them. I cared about them because like not a lot of people were. I knew, especially like what was going on around time when I was in high school and all the suicides and shit that were going on because people were so against them and bullying them. Like I support them, and I think a part of it is like those people that did go through bullying and they were able to survive that and like deal with all that themselves. They're like wanting to push the agenda at least to some degree to make people realize like you shouldn't be forcing negatively about it, make people feel bad. You should at least support them in some way, at least be open-minded to them, not just be like, oh, this is fucking bad, fuck you, you piece of shit fag, and all these terrible things people say to make their lives worse. They try at least push to make people be like, it's inclusive and it's okay to be this way. But but here's what you're saying. You're saying that they were bullied in high... Were they just being bullied for being gay? Like, And also, what were they doing? What was so over the top? Because we had the gay we had the gay kid, and the only time is, is when he got like when he got bullied was he was being a dick to people. You would try to be nice to him and he'd be rude to you and then you mentioned suicides people are committing suicide for a various number of reasons that we're not addressing nobody's ever addressing all the other reasons it's just oh well it must have been bullying it's like well maybe they didn't have a, a leader to look up to maybe they didn't have a, a good parenting situation you're an example of that so there, there's definitely more than just hey my life sucks so you should all accommodate to me there's a lot of things that go into that so i like I get what you're trying to say. Like, we should be inclusive. But when we're seeing something that, like, like for me to pass down to my kids, I don't think this, like, is okay that we're just making every ch- Every kid's cartoon now has to have a gay character, like a gay frog. My son's watching some cartoon, and I've never heard of it, and I'm seeing it. It's like, oh, is that a man frog being, un- like, being unbelievably, uncharacteristically gay? So we're doing that because someone committed, like, did somebody commit suicide for that exact reason? That There's no gay frogs on my show. I better kill myself. There's no gay representation everywhere like there should be. That's why we're Why? But why should there be? Why shouldn't there be? Because, okay, because in order for us to continue to reproduce as human beings, you know, we need to have men and women. And it's not like every show, it's not like this show needed any romantic involvement whatsoever. They didn't need to be man-woman. There didn't need to be man-man or woman-woman. It's just a kid's cartoon. Why do we need to throw in some sort of some sort of romance? Like, why is that important whatsoever? And if you are going to do this female-on-female, female, you're not going to do anything else. You're not going to do any man with a chick. It's all just going to be this too. So if you're a kid and this is the only show that you like, you're just assuming that, oh, I guess just chicks like each other. Well, maybe that's again, that's not how they should go. They should have be open like both sides of the coin, both man, woman, man, man, woman, woman, no. and have there be, be oh, equal because we should be fine because there might be those people who are questioning themselves like, I do have feelings with this person. Maybe that's fine well, to have, they shouldn't but be getting their people are telling me, no. They should be getting their answers from a fucking dinosaur cartoon put that shit on that's that's put that shit on that's the ultimate part of this that drives me nuts it's like it's always about representation it's like why does how come me watching a, a show about tree people or zombies has to force some sort of oh oh thank goodness there was like i used to watch shows like whenever i watch soul plane like when i was watching any movie where it was like obviously a black movie i never like left it going not enough white representation like we never we we never did that. Like we never had that that circumstance. So and then in the chat I'm reading from Jigs, Vlidis just said twenty five. Geno's vacuum says Gino just needs to come out already. Love Eugene B. These are numbers that I got from a high school student, right? I never been there, right? So I'm just like I, I'm just saying, Gino. Like I, under, I understand you're living in your cave, and you're saying that. Well, these people need to be included. It's like, no, Gino. They should. We should address mental illness. We absolutely should. But that doesn't mean normalizing it. 
We need to at least have a way for people to feel comfortable with Put who they are on. and be able to discuss it. Put that shit on. Let's let's discuss it, and and also like it's okay to discuss. I don't want to put it in my cartoon. And then Pharaoh says less than ten percent of the population is gay, and I guarantee a large percentage of that is young people, right? Like, because I've even heard when these kids leave high school, they're not as gay. Like I know for me, in my 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 graduating classmates, we had like one gay kid in our class, and I think since then, like four people have come out being gay. Oh my gosh, the six samurai with a full heart. Thank you so much. So I don't know, Gino. I I say like. I'm looking at this as a children's show, oh, and what? and you don't like you don't think it's like scummy, the, the oh, twenty hydrates from Ricardo. You don't think it's scummy what these people are trying to do to our kid? I, you don't have kids, so th- maybe that's what it is. Maybe to you, you're living in your world, you're depressed up here all the time. You want to feel he better. He says Gino feels the need to include mentally ill people into shit because he oh deeply retarded. Yeah, look, the whole episode is about two gay dudes in that Last of Us episode. Like, how is that not trying to just get everybody to agree that gay is, gay is the way to go? Well, I mean, those two characters were gay, and they were absolutely prom- like promoted like gay in the game. In the game, you have very detailed explanations of, of their relationship, of what they've done. So technically, they will at least showcase some of that, but not have to be the main focus, because still the show is going on with the whole zombie apocalypse. So we had at least represent the two of them because they were represented very well in the games and going into detail about their love for each other. Whatever, dude. And then even Ricardo, wait, is that character's gay in the game? It's true. So we just do that. Every every is gay. Everything's gay. You know, it's totally fine. And I, I love that your argument is like, well, people are sad. Like, well, stop being sad. Everybody chases these temporary highs thinking it's going to make them all feel better. And then you bring up how people are committing suicide because they're not allowed to be gay. Why were they committing suicide 50 years ago? Why is there a sudden spike and I'm different, I need to kill myself? Who's pushing that agenda on the people? Bullying and people not being inclusive. People just being like, you're wrong, you're absolutely that wrong, you're fucking mentally ill, you need to be fucking fixed how come there's a, a sudden problem spike? be fixed how come there's this sudden spike is what i'm saying it's like if all the, if gay people were committing suicide in high school there would be no gay people left they would have all died in high school and there's no gay people now what's well, because people some people on. were strong enough to go through it like it wasn't as bad as this for those that can't handle uh, it. it wasn't as bad do you know i'm saying people have mental illness and it is a thing Trying to change the worldview isn't going to solve your own problems. Isn't going to make you feel better suddenly. It's going to tr- you're going to try and ease your own pain by saying, "Hey, let's put all this out there. Let's put trans people in all this stuff. Let's put gay in all the kids' cartoons." That way, uh, because I feel sad about my life, maybe I'll feel better about it. But we know that they ultimately. Do you remember don't. when we super a new follower, right Katie from New York? Gino, this is good news. I'm drinking water, Gino. You talk now. This is good news, and that's why we all need to be supporting one another. So that way, in the future, when people look back, they'll realize, you know, we all were in the wrong, making things feel worse and worse for these people who are mentally no. weak. Take care of them now. Make them better. Yes, make them stronger. The Don't coddle them. Put that shit on. We're so opposite. Put that shit on. We're definitely opposite, though. You're like, just make them feel better. It's like, no, make them stronger. Make them worthwhile. This is like my coworker when she told me, like, I just want my kids to be good people. It's like, that's very, like, 
subjective. I want my kid to not only be a good person, but I want him to make the world a better place. I want him to be a contributor to society. I don't think that it's okay that we just live the bars right here. So as long as you can touch the bar, that's okay. Like, no, I want people to succeed. I want people to become better than what they, than what they're born as. And suddenly it's like people are born as I'm different. I'm this, you all need to, you all need to change how you think because I'm different. And then you bring up the suicide. It's people who get home and look at these fucking screens. And then they just look at this shit all day. And they're like, why am I not this? 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 I guess suicide's my only option because that's what this screen tells me to do. And people just listen to that, Gino. The world should exist in more than just this. So I have been listening. So I, I, I have deleted all the social media apps from my phone. I re-downloaded Instagram for, for today because people were like, I've been sending you stuff. Why don't you look at it? Because hey, I hate what? social media. Because I think it does breed this new, like, everybody is so worried about their online presence. Everybody has to know what's going on in here. Like, you guys, like, you in the Discord, Gino. Like, your life is in that Discord, okay? If I was like, Gino, who are you hanging out with this weekend? It's the Discord. You're going to hang out in there. So I, I think that a lot of people now, they are getting wrapped up in, like, what is – what how come there's no gay stuff on this show how come there's no gay stuff on this show it's like maybe go outside and do something but also i i think people are just so wrapped up in the fact that they're they want to be different number one and what's the trend the trend is just like every show has to have this now when you and i were growing up this these shows didn't happen they didn't have all this stuff there was a whole channel for gay people logo or whatever was it logo gino was that the gay channel i don't remember which channel had uh what was it? Fucking uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which I think is a classic show, still worthwhile watching. I think that was, that was on like Bravo or something. There was a different show. But... Oh, wow. oh my gosh! Thank you so much, Gino's Vacuum, for the melody spell. I am singing melodies right here. Uh, yeah, I think that was even on Bravo. There was a gay channel. I cannot remember what it was, but Gino, maybe it was Logo. Wasn't it like lesbians or? What was the show? What was the channel, Gino? I don't know. There were so many channels that had like Will and Grace, which is another classic show that people need to be watching. Another one that still stands test time. It's better than his other fucking show, Big Bang Theory. Will and Grace, better show. L Logo is an American basic cable channel owned by Paramount. So that's our friends over at like MTV and shit. What does it stand for? But it is the entertainment was programmed targeting an LGBTQ audience. What the fuck did it stand for? Did it have like a, an abbreviation? Like Logo. Uh, lesbian or gay, obviously. Maybe that's what it was. I made that up now, but it definitely was Logo TV. So, Gino, I know that you're on the side of the libtards. You live a life enclosed in your box. You're not a Christ follower. You just, everything is, you're like, we're not trying to make anything better. We're trying to survive. It took me a while to get you a, a job at Dash Mart, Gino. Wait till I force you into a job at Google. Suddenly you're going to be like, holy shit, I better start taking care of myself. So, Gino, fantastic. This is exactly what we plan on talking about to, to open things up, the, the gay Jurassic Park stuff. Uh, but I guess we could talk a little wrestling because wrestling has been going on whether we like it or not. Um, I, I have not talked to you. So you and I did not get to watch AEW Revolution on Sunday night. One of us completely forgot it was happening. I even titled the episode of last week's Wrestling Journalist. I even titled it AEW Revolution is this weekend question mark. And then on Sunday when I'm getting tagged and stuff on Discord, I'm like, holy shit, there's a pay-per-view right now. So I watched about a half hour of it live and then I had to go do something and I finished it today. Gino, uh, what, what are your thoughts on Revolution and when did you get to watch it? 
I was watching it while I was at work. I think it was a slow day at work, so I was able to like, have it on. We had the Discord up on the laptop, so I was watching the entire show, hey, wow. and I absolutely hated it. Gino's vacuum! See, I think that's the, like, the, um, the immediate reaction of everybody, right? Like, is that, is that kind of, like, f- from, from listening to Kevin from the 30 minutes uh, that, I, that I listened to, and then I watched a little bit more on Subscribestar, which was fantastic. I, d- I do want to call out him doing the Chris Jericho-Starks match. I thought it was fantastic. Hey, oh, my gosh, Dark Lord Echo, this with a full heart. Look at you. Know, we're turning people Christian in this chat right now. If you're not here live, I mean, we're getting some Christ followers here. I will say this, Gino. It is harder to be a Christ follower than it is to live in the basement, all right? Living in the basement is easy. You're not paying rent. You just now got a job, and you're still buying frivolous things like an Xbox Series X. Like, I think being a Christian and trying to live, like, this life that I have envisioned in my head is harder. It's fun to chase temporary highs. It's fun to jerk off all the time. It's fun to smoke weed. It's fun to it's fun to just play video games. It's fun to just watch wrestling. But to do the other things that you you've been challenged or you've been gifted to do takes a lot of strength and takes a lot of courage. So whenever I, you know, I always bring look at these arms, you know. Whenever I bring like I always tell people if you have been given a gift or a blessing and you're not using that talent to make the world better, then you that's the same as stealing. So like, like me, for example, if anybody needs help moving, I don't care where you are. Let me know. I will help you move. I was given this body to help people move this voice. I should be doing more. The Islandish Catholic should be back. Gino. I don't want to call it Catholic though. Cause as soon as I was talking about the church with my brother, who's now agnostic, he was even like Catholic church is so corrupt, man, this and this and this and this and this. He was naming all these reasons why the Catholic church was bad. And I was like, what if I'm not Catholic? I don't go to Catholic church. Why are you lumping every church in? with the Catholic Church. So we're bringing that back, Gino. So, yes. Put that shit on! Much like like marriage is hard, marriage is very hard. You're going to argue with your spouse about hundreds and hundreds of things. Being a father is hard. All of the stuff that is more rewarding long-term sucks in the interim. But it it, long-term, it's going to have sustainability that playing video games, that just kind of, you know, Genoing doesn't help Gino. So, I, I don't mean to preach. I don't mean to pastor to you. But, yeah, when I, that's what – okay. Islandish Catholics coming back. We're, 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 as soon as we're done, you know, we're recording it, dude. And then Jig says, your kids won't be gay because it's on TV. Just be parents. That's a good point, too. We do need to find a way to – like, because I, I was a kid when I saw Boat Trip. Boat Trip had gay people in it. So, at some point, it does need to be introduced. So, we got to figure that out. So, uh and it is gonna, it is, it is gonna come up, and society is t- t- deciding to make it more normal. So I don't want my kid to like not know what it is, and then just be exposed to it. Like what? All at once, it's just gonna shock them. It's gonna be like Adam Cole showing up in WWE. No one will know what to do. Okay, Gino, no one will understand at all what is happening. So Gino, you, so why didn't you like Revolution after that? All that shit I just said was mainly to bring it all the way back to the initial point. Why do you not like Revolution? The biggest thing that made me hate Revolution, or just hate AEW even more, was the script. I decided to watch <laughs> Save with there because that was the entire time I was listening to the script. Dave Meltzer actually asked a fucking great question. I was so happy. I was like, 
Dave is questioning Tony Cox. He's like, you keep on bringing all these new talent. And he keeps on, he brought what we like to ask him. Like, yeah. you bring up all this new talent. You have these hours of television. You bring them all in. It's eventually going to run dry. What are you going to do? Like, what's the plan? And they, and Tony Cox immediately avoids that question. Be like, yes, we only like three hours of TV, but we have Ring of Honor. We're going to be adding more dollars of television on there. We have dark, we have dark elevation. We have ways to bring in our town and have more time. And I just wish we could have more time. He avoids the actual question, like, what he's going to do. And this talks about all television. I care about more hours to put more people on. Thank you so much, Nathan Weller. So you went reverse. So when I asked you about Revolution, you were like, I hated the scrum. So uh, let's start with the the pay-per-view, and then we'll go to the aftermath. Because I still didn't watch the scrum. I know the the last couple scrums have been fantastic, and everybody wants me to watch them. I know Kevin uh, already uploaded a video of the scrum. I have not had a chance to watch it yet. But... But that made you not like the entire show. Like you, you didn't like that entire broadcast because he hate me. Says this is the best episode of hashtags headlines ever. Fuck wrestling and fuck Gino's faithless Wait, existence. I'm, try- I'm trying so hard, Gino, to bring it like back. But he hate me has a great point. Like, yeah, we're, we're bringing it back to. I got him at Gino. We could talk January sixth. I don't have social media, but. I still have the Daily Wire app on my phone, and I never even open it anymore. Like I'm, I'm like I swear, I'm I like I took the red pill, and like remember in Office Space when he kind of like starts to be, like chill out and he becomes normal again. Like I think the hypnosis is where Malachi Black says I miss Jeezy. So I think that's what's happening to me is like I took the red pill and I was like I need to chill out a little bit, but I still have some of the apps, you know, and I'm back, dude. How what is this about January sixth? They they were like leading that guy. The police were escorting the crazy, uh, the crazy man through. What was that about? I don't know. I don't know what happened with the crazy man, Alex Jones, or either the crazy no, man no, or no, the no. crazy the guy, Chris Jericho's wife. I don't know what happened. No, the either. guy with that fur hat, the guy that like went viral. Like everybody was talking. Oh, we got to fight. Gino, this is the best. The QAnon guy. Yeah, QAnon. I don't know why we have to bring up the QAnon guy. He I exists. Took- I totally forgot that that's what he was called. But there's footage of him being like escorted around the building by police officers. I guess they're still wanting to protect him because they knew that people were going to be a go after him and after the police. They're like, at least we can protect him and the other people because they knew to protect humans. So who we need th- to protect whoa, our whoa, citizens. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who are the other people? And they were all citizens. What do you mean? They, this the, the January 6th was, was framed as a bunch of Trumpers just stormed this building like on a whim because Trump sent out a tweet that Mike Pence has betrayed us. So everybody attacked the Capitol. Like that's the story that I'm told. So when I see this guy who everybody says, oh, that's a QAnon guy. He was part of the the initial mob. He was in there with everybody. Uh, QAnon leader escorted by police. So he's part of the initial, like he's part of the scrum, you know, he's getting into the fray, right? He's, he's jumping into the fire. So why is he being led around by police officers though? Isn't he supposed to be? So QAnon shaman video raises questions about Capitol police officers. So this guy, and I didn't even watch this clip. I just kind of like saw it, like it existed. And I just thought, what a fucking head fuck this would be, Gino. If, this guy that we've been told is like, you know, some QAnon, like conspiracy fucking super Trumper who thinks that uh, that thinks that uh, what was her name? Hillary Clinton is like smoking human skulls under the mountain. Like, that's what we were told that this guy's supposed to be. Why is he like on the inside being led around by police? 
That's a good question. It's like, well, how do we not know that Alex Jones on the inside as well? Trump just set it all up, too, because that was another big thing that people were talking about the January 6th was Alex Jones setting up the march and all the other people that were possibly setting it up. Okay, wait. So this is say, oh, this is Newsweek. Try to change the narrative. So this is what's their names. Okay, the host downplayed the violence that occurred. Okay, this is Newsweek, so they're also libtarded. Um, most protesters were not insurrectionist. I mean, no, they're just like fucking... They should have fucked that building way more, dude. Um, oh, look, that's awesome, Gino. Let's see. There are multiple. None times. of this is awesome. No one should be harming each other like this. Okay, hold on. We need to back up. They're not showing the footage that I want. Footage shows cop escorting. Here we go. See, even Newsweek is like, hey, there's new footage. Hey, Tucker, you you trying to downplay all this other stuff, though. We're trying to push this other narrative real quick. Uh, so can you not? Can you not, Gino? Yeah! That guy, Gino, you know him, right? You like him. I do like him. I also like that Tucker Carlson had to admit to Congress or like to some form of like the fucking court that his show on Fox Network is a satire. It's not real. It's parody. Yeah, duh. But look look at this footage, Gino. Thank you, President Trump! Woo! Thank you, Q! I don't know who that is. America! Land of the free! the amount of allegations it's important that his people's good pain that he's going oh, they don't have, dude it's gonna be so hard to find that fucking say, hey, video man. again that's why i hate the fucking internet you know there's footage of this man being just fucking led around and there, there's footage of, of him being led around the, the capitol building so everything you're saying about alex jones and, and tucker whatever focus on the point okay this guy was helped into the building and escorted into the building. Mr. Pro-Trumper here, part of the insurrection. They let him into the building for a fucking photo opportunity, you know? They wanted they wanted him in there. That might be what we wanted. We don't know. Maybe that was just Trump's. No, we know. Trump was still no, no. He could have set up the police officers into him. We know. They made him. We know what happened. If he was still the president, he would have fucking rigged the election and we'd still be president right now. So, Gino, we, we saw it. They, 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 brought, they brought him to the Senate floor. Yes, they did. Either Trump or Pence made this happen with their congressional officers. Gino, why are you so slept? Why can't you just admit it? Why? Look, okay, maybe this is it. Oh, Gino, they're letting him in. Look at him, the shaman. Yes, he broke it. See, look at him breaking in like this. All those other people break in on January 6th. Dude, they're letting him waltz right in. See, For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison far more time than many violent criminals now receive. Is that Diener? What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once Dude, he got in. he's waltzing around with the police, do you know? Inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tape show the Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within- Gino, look at that! What is this? Why does this exist? What, what are we being well, told? Why did they have this whole narrative that this was like- like, this guy was, like, part of this insurrection. Oh, sick samurai. He's defending us. Like, thank you so much for the spell. Gino, look at it. 
Talk yes, is open just open says Gene perspective. Bean. We need to know more of what's really going on. Give me yours. What's your perspective then? You see this one guy surrounded by nine police officers. What is your perspective? All right. Well, right now, again, we know he's not doing anything illegal. He's walking around, not trying to harm anybody. So again, we have the cops around just to make sure he doesn't do anything illegal. So we just have him watching. Yes, he's Tucker's making it seem like, oh, they're escorting, making him look like he's learning everything, learning every like inch of this building. But it's just like to make sure he wanted to have this nice opportunity to come to the Capitol building and not actually cause a riot like everyone else was doing that same day, later that day. Gino, why are you so stupid? I don't get it. Like, I know you, like, look, I don't even know what to, else to say. There's a, a riot that's Touching happening. distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. And this guy's not just. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us into the building. They were allowed into the building, Gino. Because it's not it's illegal to force people out of a public building. This is a public building that people could still come into. So again, they knew that well, you could come in Gino, here. No. So if you do anything illegal, we could fucking take you down. There's they make so, sure they fall in the so law much footage. T. There's other footage of police officers like, stand back, stand back, stand back. Like there's so much like that's what we were all told as these police officers were like, Oh, we're 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 being overtaken by this vicious mob. Get them off of me. Get them off of me. Like that's what we're all that's what we were all told. We were all told that, you know, and now we're seeing. Footage. And there was a whole other mob. There were two groups. This was the real, like, human being side, and then there was the insane, the sheep real mob human that being was just fucking side? going. The guy into going him. to prison for four years is on the real human being side. Yes, yeah, so at least you're four years. You're not going through all this fucking courtship, being like going through all these stuff years later. He at least goes to jail. He goes through it. Probably gets good behavior. Gets out early. Good behavior. Hey, hey, welcome into the building. We're going to fuck up your life. You're never going to be able to get a job again. Chino, what is this, dude? How, how? Like, are you bitten? Is this like when you tell me that uh, Eddie Edwards is wrestler of the year, and then as soon as we get Mike's on with Kevin, you're like, CM Punk, he's number one? I mean, Eddie Edwards is the best wrestler. I don't know what you're talking about. Gino, it was obvious Eddie Edwards should have been right up there with Josh Alexander, CM Punk. I guess all this, these are just people that were let in and cops know, like, to at least keep an eye on them to make sure they're not doing anything. If they do, immediately fucking hack up them and put them away. Gino, I'm hitting. All right, I turn off the stream, dude. It's just you and me. Are you being serious or are you, like, bitting on me? It could be both. Okay, you're bitting on me. You're so. I think it's, like, and I say this all the time. Like, I get it. It's like, as a liberal, yeah, sure, just be a liberal. It sounds better. You get to listen to all the music that comes out. You get to see every movie. I never me, seen- says, How can Gino be so deeply, irrefutably dumb? Go make a scene with that cancer chick, Fatso. Whoa, that was mean. That was too far. He hate me. Is that, that chick's doing all right, right, Gino? I believe she is doing fine. I just don't. Fuck you, he hate me. <laughs> and all we got to worry about is you're eventually going to die. We're all going to die. We're going to all be peacefully laid to rest because I love everybody. But fuck you. What do you, what do you think is going to happen after you die? Do you think it's just that's the end? Yes, I believe that's then when we go into what is like that fourth dimension as Alex Jones puts it. We go into that the collective unconscious with like the actual real life adaptation of God that is probably just a whole bunch of energy that we all let out, that we all connect to, at least those that we connect to in a positive way. We go there, or if there is like influenced by the negative, the bad, the evil, then you go into the darkness and you never fucking become one with the true collective unconsciousness that we all truly should inhabit when we pass on. 
Why do you like hate? So you make all these bits, these jokes about Alex Jones, and you're like, just like Alex Jones says, there's this collective unconscious. Like, what? So Alex Jones is like, you're you're not an Alex Joneser. You think he's a maniac, but then when it's time to die, you're like, well, obviously he's correct. I mean, the the wise shaman Alex Jones, who also knows about the hunter killer robots, he's definitely uh, correct when it comes to uh, when it comes to the afterlife. You don't want so. You don't want to believe in like an afterlife like a heaven. You don't want to take take solace in something like religion. You're just so. And if so, why do you live the life that you live? Don't you want to do heroin? No, I just want to enjoy my life the way it is, and I don't want to like take DMT like Joe Rogan. And he do. I just want to like have that moment when our bodies do decay and we do die, and then the chemical goes up in our brain, just unlocks that part where we then go and be as one together as a collective consciousness to. Whatever is that all-seeing being that we think God is? So the chemicals already in there. You think the chem like you you want to get it out? You ever think about trying to get it out sooner, or you're just waiting for that sweet sweet release? I'm just enjoying my life, knowing that this is the one life I live, and then when it goes on and I do pass on, I'm accepting it. But I'm just enjoying the life that I live the best that I can. Are you? Are you? Are you accepting it and enjoying it? Doesn't like no offense, Gino. I know I don't mean to make this one of those nights, but Jesus, like. Like I'm just enjoy- my life's kick ass. I'm living it awesome. I'm in the basement, like that. Like Gino, how's the chair? Did you just get a new chair? I don't have a new chair. Still got this nice chair. Costs a lot of money. I ain't gonna get rid of this chair anytime soon. So I got this nice fucking gaming chair. I've just been enjoying my life the best I can, and then looking forward to the future when I hope I am able to save money and be able to live with someone else besides family. But who knows? I at least know, at least for right now, with the job I work. I will have to be like somewhat codependent because my job does cost me have me have make enough to live solo by myself in this city or close by my work. Gino, don't you think it's ridiculous that they're trying to compare January sixth to nine uh, eleven? Though, like, isn't that a little over the top? Or like, even Pearl Harbor uh, is what uh, what's her name Kamala Harris said. Like, between those two, like between those three events, right? Pearl Harbor, 9-11, and then January 6th. Not just death toll, but just like the entire organization and planning that went into the first two. Do you think that January 6th is just as bad? I don't think it's just as bad, but it is one of the worst days in American history. It's like right up there, maybe like top five. What if I told you it was all bullshit, though? Like what if the more we dig into it, we just continue to find out that it is a bit of a hoax? Like we just... Because that video alone, I was like, what the fuck? And I was already like, I mean, obviously, I could see a bunch of pissed off people like raiding a building. I think that's totally possible. But I also, you and I, or I guess maybe it was me and Hunter, or maybe it was me and Geezy. I, we watched Twitch streams of people just getting kicked in the head. And we, we watched Portland where it was, those buildings were being torn apart and ransacked. They were closing down federal buildings in, in Portland. Did you know Walmart's leaving Portland now, Gino? Like, so there's like some real, you know, there's real issues happening all over. So when people take over a building, and I think one person died, right? Ashley Babbitt died. I think Ricardo even said she was shot by a police officer, not by one of the insurrectionists. So out of all the people that stormed the building, one lady was shot. It is wild to think about. That's why I try not to go too much in detail because then it makes me question everything. Like what I've been really doing out of all the things I've been watching outside wrestling, I've been realizing Velma was made by by fucking Republicans as a psyop to make the left look bad. I've been going this double check detail that there has to be some type of ways where like one side try 
guys to make it seem like it's the other side to make them look bad, look make them look insane. Like it's there's psyops out there that exist on both sides. Yeah, here's the psyop. You believe that Mindy Kaling is a big fucking libtard. You know that she 100% made that fucking cartoon because the gay Scooby Doo Halloween special went viral. Oh, adults watch these. I'll just make a I'll make a fucking gay pole dancing Velma cartoon show. Make a series of this shit. Nobody likes it, but hey, people are gonna watch it. What makes you think that it's Republicans that were like, hey, gay Velma cartoon, let's do it? Because some of the stuff is too much on the left. Like it makes it seem like it's not at all real. None of this is you know, funny. I have the so much footage. jokes don't land. There, there's so much drag queens at high schools. So I don't know why you think it's like like I don't know why you think it's oh that's too far on the left. Like no, there's literal drag queens at high schools performing for kids. There's literally a video of four grown gay dudes dressing up a little boy in girls' clothes and making the kid dance. There's a lot of shit happening. Takaspliff and Oka says, "Gino, have you seen the world yeah, lately?" Like it's insane. I don't think you have seen the world. I think like how it's a psyop. Like no, yeah, it is a psyop. You believe you believe it. They got you. You were the one they psyoped. It's boss, but in the guy, I've tried also just to understand like what was the message? What are they trying to say? That men are bad, but like even like with Fred, he's trying to be some redeeming, but yet they're making him still bad. Like I, why did you even watch it? It's clear what it was for. You know, it was to make you do all this. Oh, who am I as a man? Am I ever actually good? I don't know. Like Gino, don't watch these fucking shows and overthink it. It's a fucking gay Scooby Doo cartoon. So they took a child's uh, product. Uh, from a long time ago, but now that all these children T-W-F-S have grown up. TWFS says these liberals think men are bad. Gino, welcome to 2015. Yeah. Now, well, and then also, it's the same with the Disney people. Like, all these adults who grow up and they're still like, my life was better when I was a kiddo. I liked Scooby-Doo, but now that I'm a gay adult, I wish they made a gay adult version of Scooby-Doo. Hey, here you go. Welcome to HBO Max. Like, all of it, Gino. It's more than just that, though. It doesn't... It- when I try to like even think like a progressive in that show, it makes me like this doesn't even fit you, right you for those that would watch it that way. I'm not as progressive as you think I am. When I watch this, I'm like, this is trying to tell some type of narrative that even I don't follow and don't agree with. It doesn't make any sense. Especially Shaggy is a black dude. Velma is Native American, Asian. But no, Asian is uh, what's it? Daphne, all these changes together, which is fine. You know, it happens. It's what fucking society does and media now. It doesn't matter. Society all and these media. Yeah, the libtard version. It's, and then also Scooby-Doo is actually a fucking project that the mother was doing, and it's not actually a dog. I don't understand. Oh, my gosh, you know. Oh, she's still in the TV. <laughs> Wait. You move it too slow. Walmart, Gino, it's closing its final two locations in Portland, Oregon, and Oregon, following months of record-breaking retail thefts, Gino. So uh, in Portland, right? Isn't that supposed to be one of the awesome, like, sanctuary cities? They're not even going to have a Walmart anymore, Gino. I know. That's where they're going to at least have Kmart. They're going to have Target. They're going to have all the amazing stores, unlike Walmart. You don't need Walmarts anymore. Do they still have? They don't have Kmarts anymore, do they? With brazen acts of shoplifting, the city is often going viral for its videos. I didn't have that video up, but it was just quick. It was this lady's just running across with a TV. 
So, and here's what I like. They always say, like, well, we want small businesses. These small businesses get stolen from as well. Like, the economy suffers when you lose. Like, how many people work at the Walmart? A lot of people are making money from Walmart. So as soon as that Walmart goes away, that means you're losing. Let's say they employ 280 people. That seems like a lot. Let's say they employ 200 people, Gino. Now 200 people don't have jobs. So what are we going to do for those 200 people? You, are, is everybody going to have to become an entrepreneur? Or are we just going to raise the taxes of, of every other business in the city to be able to pay for the unemployment these people are going to collect? Well, those 200 people are going to be finding a way to turn this building, this entire what was a Walmart, into a truly thriving business themselves. And even the factory work, they're going to make it a factory business. Have this be a never-ending business that's going to grow from what Walmart once was in Portland. What are, they going to put, what are they going to put in the factory? It could be anything. They could even do a 24-hour fitness. You know, I think that'd be perfect. Planet Fitness, I think it'd fit a great spot there <laughs> for where Walmart used to be. And that could grow to so, be even bigger and better. You know, you know how many people work at Planet Fitness? You know, there's like two people there. Why, why? So we lost 200 jobs. We built a gym. So the gym is the only place where, like, the people who pay to go there work harder than the employees. What do you mean, Gino? That makes no sense. Like, I, I pay 25 to go to my gym. And the guy who actually gets paid ten dollars an hour to work there doesn't do shit while I'm there. And he, and there's nobody at my gym. I have one of those fuck. I have an app. It just pops the gym open. There's not even a human being there until like five a.m. And then there's maybe two human beings throughout the entire day to sign new members up. And then other than that, there's like so. Let's say there's a total of seven people. There's still one hundred ninety-three people without jobs. So you brought up a factory. Interesting idea. However, companies like Walmart. And like, who's going to like, what are they going to make in this factory? Hey, we're going to bring back shoe production to the United States of America. How much are these shoes? Oh, they're 400 fucking dollars because everybody in Portland makes $20 an hour. I think that'd be a perfect price for shoes, especially they're good, well-made shoes made in America. That's what we need to be able to make things here in America again and not in China. Where's that shirt made, you know? Don't worry about where shirts are made. They're made of pro wrestling tees and hour, one hour tees. That's where it's from. They pressed in it Chicago, in Chicago. USA t-shirts. Where'd they sew the fabric to put the shirt together? Where'd they do that? In USA. One hour USA, tees. They make baby. themselves all the way in there. USA, pro wrestling tees shop. USA. Gino, this was not supposed to be this kind of a discussion tonight, okay? I'm still waiting for you to tell me why you didn't like Revolution. What did you think of the pay-per-view? All right, the pay-per-view itself I thought was garbage top to bottom. The only good <laughs> match we had there was the six-man tag team match. That's because the right team won. Okay, so so you you almost make me want to like it because now TBH, uh, Iron Man match was fantastic whilst doing dishes. I imagine if I wasn't doing dishes and had to sit there and just be like, fucking wrestling, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? I would probably not like it, right? However, doing dishes was a fantastic match. I thought it was really well done. Um, and I thought, and I skipped two matches. Can you guess which two I skipped? You skipped the guns match because you don't like the guns like I do, and I'm proud that they at least won as well. That was the right decision they How made. How lame was and that, And you though? skipped the Jericho match. <laughs> I, I watched the Jericho match. I skipped the Wardlow match. Um, the Wardlow match I had no interest in because it was so obvious Wardlow was going to win, and that one I didn't want to be around for. The tag match, I just thought, like, I don't even want to watch this. Like, fatal four-way tag. I don't like the guns. You're correct. J Jeff Jarrett is not winning a tag belt with Jay Lethal. And I'm this, I like, I, I did my impression of Jim Cornette last Wednesday night, okay? Like, oh, oh so many, six Samurai, thank you so much. Like, uh, 
having having your rematch for the tag titles in a fatal four way just shows that they never really liked the acclaimed. It sucks. And then after the match, when Renee's like talking to the to the to the guns, how obvious like obvious was that F- FTR was gonna come? I was gonna say FTX. How obvious was it that Sam Bankman Freed was gonna come out, Gino, and cut a promo and attack that like? Did we all know it was that obvious, or what was part of you hoping it was another team? Because I thought maybe another team would come out, which would have been a, a huge pop. I thought the Hardy Boys were coming out, but that's just me being stupid. But when it was FTR, I thought, oh, how fucking predictable is this? And now it makes the the acclaimed are back on dark elevation because of this. I mean, it was obvious since like even the first day when the guns won the tag team titles when they posted that picture of them with that same fucking bottle of alcohol that the FTR had and they said top Geno's guns vacuum out. Says like going to dynamite tomorrow in sack with fam. What can I expect? Let's go. You can expect nothing good. All you can expect that they announced Tony Khan announced this and I hate this response too because Tony Khan's the worst on Twitter. He said the big match we have because Ruby Soho's new change in attitude. You can see Ruby Soho going against as he put it the red hot homegrown talent sky blue sky so blue independent rules. worker and nwa but he says homegrown she's from nwa and independent wrestling she's not AEW. no she's homegrown homegrown just means not wwe for for aew okay sky blue is awesome gino remember dark remember the casino battle royale she's fantastic i also remember nwa she was amazing in nwa i loved her in power and they're like oh she's homegrown in in AEW, even though NWA existed before them, they're like, no, homegrown. Because Tony Khan just wants to have anyone be homegrown since their whole feud is homegrown versus WWE. Yeah, thank you. That's what I just said, Gino. Nobody watches NWA Power except you and me. Like, we're literally the only people. We watch Chris Adonis walk out at that show. I watched that Power where he walked out and there was like 75 empty seats. And I was like, oh, no. Why is why is he coming out in this place? And it made me realize. And even Billy Corgan on Talk is Jericho, Kevin's favorite wrestling podcast. Even having uh, Billy Corgan say, "Yeah, I like I like big guys. I I want you know AEW and Imp- this is my Billy Corgan impression. AEW and Impact. They're focused on the smaller, more more athletic guys, and I'm focused on on the men." I want big, beefy men. And that's what he's got. Trevor Murdoch, uh, Tyrus, and Sky Blue. So Sky Blue. I mean, he finally. liked the smaller guys in Impact. That's interesting. Because he promoted like some of the smaller guys. That's yeah, well, it is. He's it, changed his tone. Yeah, that was like six years ago, Gino. Here's, the, here's, what, here's what changed. He noticed that in NWA, it was easier to sign guys like Tyrus, Trevor Murdoch, uh, Slice Bookie. So, yeah, look at those. Those are the three main eventers, Gino. Slice Boogie, Trevor Murdoch, and Tyrus, okay? Uh, B- Sky Blue is homegrown. No one knew what that was until AEW. When she almost won that Casino Battle Royale, we were so we were jonesing for her to win, okay? So she's a homegrown. She's been on Dark for like a year and a half, hasn't she? Ever since like she left NWA, she's been AEW. But still, it's NWA first came, then AEW. So technically not homegrown in my eyes. Well, Britt Baker works some indies in Pittsburgh, you know. NWA is so indie, right? Just get over it, Gino. Gino, destination unknown. I'm excited for Ruby Soho. Gino's vacuum is going to have a good time. You've never been to AEW Live, have you, Gino? You've only been to GCW, which, by the way, John Moxley, homegrown AEW talent. Uh, yes, he's homegrown AEW talent. He was never in WWE. Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, two completely different people. You're absolutely right. So, okay, you did not like... So let's start at the top, Gino. We we are gonna run down this card, all right? I watched it. 
Okay? I saw it. Uh, Jericho versus Ricky Starks. Now, you were already in a bad mood. You didn't want to watch this match. You watched the scrum first, which is a very bold choice. I watched the bad. No, I watched the entire pay-per-view first, and I watched the scrum oh, later. Oh, thank God. So you I watched the entire show. Yeah, I even watched the pre-show match that I liked because Mark Briscoe winning with Lucha Bros. So like, at least family won in the end against the varsity athletes and Ari Defar. Yes. How fantastic was that, Gino? That was a huge moment for all of us. We love Mark Briscoe. You called him a genius, but then said he wouldn't do much without Jay. I'm thinking he's going to be the AEW world champion. And don't let anybody hold that fucking belt. So here we go, Chino. AEW Revolution opened, though. Not the pre-show. It opened with Chris Jericho and Ricky Starks. I was I was loving this because it's probably the worst opening match like in AEW, just as far as like what you expect from a high-octane AEW wrestling contest. I thought the match was well done, though. Maybe maybe this was the, the table nachos, but I was enjoying this match. I was loving Kevin not enjoying it as much, and then... Uh, he had to buy the pay-per-view for 50 bucks. I know he didn't like, and then it wasn't showing up on the screen and he was like, Oh, it was a disaster in the beginning. And then when we, we weren't able to see it on our screen, Kevin goes, you guys are missing it. This match is awesome. I was like, no, I want to see it. You know, the match was great. Ricky Starks has beaten Jericho twice. Why did you not like it? Charlie not in your head. Because we had like a, again, we had a run in. I was like, okay, this is what I want. I expect this run. It was going to happen. Jericho was going to win. Jericho got the advantage with Floyd, he hit the Jewish effect, but then Ricky Starks just rolls up and wins it, even though like a roll run in should cost the match, not just oh no, he somehow overcame the odds. Fucking hate it. <laughs> he did overcome the odds, you know. The revolution will be televised, okay? He beat him, dude. He was able to roll him up. Isn't that exciting? He got a big win against Jericho. He's he's beaten Jericho two times. Yes, and it's I hate it. I thought this was going to be the change. We had last year, Eddie Kingston beat Jericho. I was like, this could be the time Jericho could win a revolution. Nope. He just, he never can win a revolution. Yeah, and look what fucking Eddie Kingston did with that, okay? So they knew, like, let's try and put somebody over that matters. Ricky Stocks! Best match ever, Gino. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, and then we moved on to a match I did not know was a casket match. Dude, Jack Perry, Christian Cage. Uh, first of all, Chris, Kevin hates when people are wearing, like, pants, like, you know, they do street fights where they're wrestling street clothes. Uh, so I was already kind of like, oh, no, they're wearing the street clothes. I love this match. What a story we told, Gino. And Jack Perry, oh, he smashed his head. And it almost seemed like he felt bad about what he had done. Is Christian going back to WWE? Can we get rid of him? No, Christian's going to stay here. Luchasaurus has to beat up Jack Perry one more time since he wasn't involved in this match. We only got one match out of him that Jack Perry won. Jack Perry has to lose to Luchasaurus. Oh, Weed Smoke's giving his star rating. So for Ricky Starks versus Jericho, he gave it two and a half stars. He gave this Jack Perry final burial match three and a quarter stars. How, or maybe that's what, maybe, or maybe Meltzer, maybe that is Meltzer's ratings. Gino, what would you give this final burial? What did you think of the casket like? When he closed it, it like dropped. It was kind of scary. It was kind of scary. Might not have been set up right, so I would give this three stars. Dude, I still bad. I definitely give it three. The three's good. Wait, what do you mean? Three's good. Three's decent. I said like a decent match. It's like a little bit above average. Like it could have been better. Could have been worse. I guess yeah. Because two and a half is the middle, right? Like that's the very middle. So you're giving it three. I don't know what I would give it. I'd probably give it three and three fourth stars. Do you know? I don't know. Or three and three fifth stars, maybe. 
I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Maybe it was the beer. Uh, the Elite versus the House of Black. Now, this is where Gino finally, a, a little tear rolled down your eye. You were so excited because you said the right team won. This was a kick-ass match, Gino. Jim Ross was perfect on commentary. Oh, what an amazing start to the, this whole first hour. was. You, I couldn't put it down. The dishes were done, man. I couldn't stop doing dishes during this, but I had to. This was a great match. How many knees look real? Everyone's hitting knees now. I love the the Malachi Black jumping knee. It's it's fantastic. Weed Smoke gives this uh, 4.3 stars. Uh, I might give it even four and three-fourth stars, Gino. This was three and a half stars for me. This was a great Kenny Omega versus two Kenny Omega. This was great. Then we had a big map again. It was Kenny versus Kenny, and Kenny was also teamed with Kenny. We had Buddy Murphy Kenny. We had Alistair Black Kenny, and then the real Kenny Omega on the other side. So we got to see multiple Kenny Omega dream matches with Kenny Omega. We got to look forward to seeing it. It was at least the right two Kenny Omegas won over Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. So Kenny Omega could not be a single star and not to worry about fighting the other two Kenny Omega wannabes. Dude, did Soraya look like extra whorish in this triple threat match? Like, she looked really, really, like, sexy. Like, I felt inappropriate. This is one of those matches where if I was watching He hate me, work, says Vilides. What do you think about the rumors of Omega going into a singles run moving forward? Uh, well, I think even when he was at Adam Page, I was wondering, when is he going into a singles run? Like, the, every time they have him not in a singles run, we're just waiting for that next singles run. And, and, and this one will be interesting because... Now we can kind of – he's not going to be going for the championship immediately, or maybe he will. Maybe MJF and Kenny Omega is something they would want to play around with. But, uh, yeah, good question because I probably – what do we do with Kenny Omega if we're not going to do the elite and the trios? Um, we could put him into something with MJF, or we could just move him on to something different. Maybe he can play the role of Jericho and put some people over for a little bit. Um I don't know. Where would you put him right now, Gino? I'd say right now we got to go with probably – that's a really good question. I would think about it in detail. Like, we could do him and the – like, then still the Young Bucks, but Young Bucks being, like, in the tag team while Kenny is single against, like, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Have them just beat the hell out of 2.0 with the Elite and then Jericho and fucking Kenny Omega run that back again because no one would be tired of seeing that like, one more time. We did Kenny. Didn't we do Kenny and Hangman versus Jericho and MJF? Wasn't that one of the tag tag title defenses? Or maybe it was Young Bucks versus Jericho, and I can't remember. I what did you think of this triple threat match? Because it ended with the roll up, which is a lot. So you and Kevin pointed this out. A lot of AEW matches are starting to end with roll ups, and I imagine Jim Ross is back there saying like, "This fifty fifty booking is trash. You can't do it. You can't do it all the time. You got to spread it out, make it special." Because that was all I thought when it was a roll-up victory for Jamie Hayter. It doesn't make Jamie look that much better. It doesn't protect anybody because they both are losers in this scenario. Why not just have her hit a big move for a big victory? And I'm starting to agree with everyone in the Discord. I'm starting to like Jamie Hayter. I'm starting to think she's hot again. I know she has acne, but I don't even care. And it's they want to still protect her. They had to be like, okay, we have to have her win, but somehow still protect the other two because we have to have this beat down because WWE girls have to stick together, beat the fuck out of this AEW talent. So it just made no sense to me. Like it, it made sense what they were going for, but it's not what they should have done. They should have added like maybe one more person, like Willow Nightingale, have Willow just get hit <laughs> in that, just to make it look better. Not have any of the WWE girls look bad and just pin Willow. Just have Soraya get pinned. Just have. Jamie hit a big move on Soraya, get Soraya or get Jamie Hater over. Look at Jamie Hater. Does she look like this? 
This chick's hot. They all look like the way they look like in that photo. Dude, I'm just, I was watching, I, I see this poster. I'm like, do I love Jamie Hader? Am I drinking the Haterade like Britt Baker? That's her pre-workout, you know, is is the Haterade. And I like Ruby Soho. She's like, remember when she won that casino battle royale? And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why did she just win this battle royal? We have all this homegrown sky blue talent. And for some reason, Ruby Silva gets to waltz in like she's CM Punk and win the biggest battle royal of our careers. Like, so I'm thinking give her the belt in this scenario. But if you're going to have Jamie Hayter win, yeah, why not just hit a fucking pile driver on Ruby, get the pin, and then Soraya can, like, attack Jamie after the match. Ruby can pull her off like, hey, no. <laughs> That's my Ruby Silva impression. Hey, no, don't do that. And then you could join in on the assault. That's what she did anyway. Why not, Gina? It still is just Sunday. I didn't know what they were going to do. It made sense. Jamie was obviously going to win. She's going to still be champion up to when they go to the UK, which I'm looking forward to that UK AEW event. That's going to be absolutely garbage too. Cause AEW sucks. Are we going dude? AEW rules. All right. I know that we're all playing that, this game of how it's the worst Wrestling's So fun. I'm loving wrestling right now. I'm going to raw and I hate raw. So Gina wrestling's the best. Okay. Look at Jamie. Is she this hot? This isn't real. That is real. Just like Impact is the most real wrestling of all the sports entertainment out there. I don't even want to scroll. I just want to end. This is our new show image, Gino. Look at this lady. I, but she's not. She doesn't look like that. Everyone in the everyone's right. She's not that hot. But she's not that. Whatever, Gino. Great match. Probably five and five quarter stars, Gino. I would give this a two and a half stars. Wow, uh, Bleach Report gave it a B plus. Is that because like they they host they show the pay per view like you get it through Bleach Report, so every match gets like two letter grades higher than it deserves? Because that's probably a D plus match, maybe a C minus. But you can't come out here and say yeah, B plus, yeah. Like, what did they give the Texas Death Match? They give that a B. They give that a B. They they don't like the violence. Like, no, we like roll up victories and women. Especially a not real Texas Death Match. I- I, that's one of the big things that you and I hate about AEW. They don't do a text death match right. They never can. They never will. God damn it. Well, and even I, I loved this match, by the way. The fork part, I did not enjoy, Gino. I thought it was too gory. It made me sick to my stomach. I almost turned it off. Jim Cornette probably hated this match, too. Um, what a battle. What a war. Hangman needed the big win. Mox might be taking that vacation that he's been talking about for for years now. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed the match. I know that it, they made it They made it their own, right? It's either last man standing or submission, which was cool. Um, I thought that was a fun way to do that. But, oh, Gino, what what did you think? Was this too violent? Was it too CZW? What would you think? This was not a Texas death match. We needed the two falls. We got the submission. I was like, okay, now we can do a tank out. No submission, and then it was over. So, yeah, fuck that match. I hated the end because it wasn't a proper text death match. They don't do text death match. Just call it something else. Well, just not last man standing. Just do something different. Don't call it Texas death match, and you promise something that's not going to be. Gino, one time we watched a flag match, okay, with Rusev and Swagger, and the winner just had to hold their flag over the loser's body. Like, that was it, okay? It, it wasn't a real flag match. We have to move on. Don't be petty, Gino. What did you think of the match, though? What did you think of the work rate? What did you think of the lariats? What did you think of the brick? Oh, remember when Hangman had his hand crushed between those two bricks? I, I'm sure that got your goose geese in. We did have multiple brick spots, which I was like, Marky D would be proud to 
see all these bricks, bricks being thrown and bricks being used in these spots. I was like, this is a Marky D style match that we've all been wanting. And it did come out with Hangman on top with this new fuck. Like this, it was good. Match was good. I just irked that it was it's called Texas Death Match. It was the Texas Death Match. So it was it's good match. Three stars. That's it. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic, Chino. Samoa Joe and Wardlow, I fast-forwarded it. I got to see Wardlow holding the belts and celebrating, and then they were really pumping up. Uh, you know, this Wednesday night on Dynamite, Powerhouse Hobbs will be cashing in his fucking thing. Like, you know, they were really, really excited about that. So, oh, yes, how exci- I would give this three and a quarter stars because of that choke out from Joe. Making Joe still look strong because he got choked out. He did not tap out. He passed out from his own submission. So it was really still a strong, strong showing from Joe. From this match, a really strong taking a nap in the ring, Gino. So the Wardlow is the TNT champion. That match got a B minus from Bleacher Report. They don't like Wardlow either, I guess. Biggest pop when I was there, dude. Wardlow. They just showed him on the screen, dude, and people went ape shit. Um, and then the Fatal Four Way Tag Match, which I don't even know how it ended. How did it end, Gino? The guns won with their variation of the big rig, where they do a flat line, the jumping flat liner out of it. Like with the other guys, so they won with their move, the big rig version, and then we had FTR come out because it was all setting up for the top guys versus top guns. Oh, that sounds terrible. Wow. So, I mean, and this was semi-main. This was right before the main event. They wanted us to remember this. like, Or, much like WWE when they would just throw like a women's match, or like Dynamite when they have the women's match second to last, do you think that this was a bit of a let-up? Like they knew I was going to take a piss or skip it? They knew people might take a piss because it's going to be a long match because there's four teams. We had Orange Cassidy, Dan, Dan Housen. They're like, okay, this could take a long time till we actually get going with Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. Try. So they're like, okay, you take a piss and get what you need and be ready to sit back down and watch the finish with the guns winning over those fucking movies. It's Orange Cassidy. Did Dan we Housen. need Billy Gunn hitting a famous star on Satnam Singh? Did we need that? Was that important? Yes, we needed Sadnam Singh to get involved because we need to take him out somehow. And who else would take him out besides Billy Gunn? Iron Man match, you know. What is this rank? So whenever they announce an Iron Man match, and this is me as a wrestling fan, whenever they say 30-minute or 20-minute, like it needs to be an hour. I need a 60-minute Iron Man match. I need the Brett and Sean. I need Pat Patterson saying uh, we'll, they're going to go for an hour. This is a six-match WrestleMania card. One of the matches is going to be an hour long, and even longer than that because it went into overtime. Uh, where does this – like, what's your – let's do it this way. Do you have, like, a favorite Iron Man match? TJP versus Joss Alexander is number one all-time so Iron good. Man match. I even love the way they did that. Like, they had it – they started on BTI, made you want to watch BTI for the first time ever, and then that bled on to uh, Impact. I thought it was a great way to use – both television shows like hey this is the pre-show but you should watch this kevin says tjp sucks that night he didn't that was the greatest night of his career he was like hovering like just over himself watching himself have the greatest match what made it even better what i loved even more is getting it starts with bti this match is going on it's like this is sick this is going great this is a great story they're telling and then because it was during covid times like we had no crowd, we saw like the crowd noise. So, but then I see like the outside because you're, you're having hard camp facing the ramp. You see wrestlers start coming out and watch this match because this is that good of a wrestling contest. The wrestlers want to be there to see this face to face, to see this amazing contest as the show starts. The entire ring is surrounded by wrestlers just enjoying this amazing contest with TJB proving that he is that good of a wrestler, but Josh is proving that he is the future. Yes, Gino. Oh my gosh, it was so exciting. Uh, 
It was great. That's not my favorite, though. Because I did go back and rewatch the John Cena Anything Goes with Randy Orton because I wasn't watching wrestling during that time, so I was excited to know that that happened. Not my favorite. Uh, obviously, Sean and Brett probably had the best one, right? Like, just the way they told that story and uh, Br- <laughs> Brett being pissed that they just showed footage of him, like, barely able to run on the ice. That was fantastic. Um, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, I like that they just did theirs on a SmackDown. Because maybe that's another problem with this Iron Man match was it was already after three hours of wrestling. Like, we had already had so much wrestling. Now, here's one match that's going to last a full hour. When you do it on a television show like Shawn Michaels and... Uh, was it Chris Benoit? Yeah, wasn't it Sean? Did Sean and Benoit? No, Triple H and Benoit had an Iron Man match on Raw. So, like, when you have it on a Raw or a SmackDown, there's, you know, we we it, we know we're getting an hour of that on our television program. Much like we had the Josh Alexander speedball match that was an hour long. And it just was an exciting way to use the television time that we're given. So maybe that's the way to do it in the future. Because, I don't know, I was kind of burnt. But luckily, I watched this in two days. This was a two-day view for me, and I was doing dishes. Thank you, Weed Smoke 420. So, MJF is still your AEW champion, Gino. How do you feel? I feel it's fine. It's it's obvious he was going to win. It's he's good. He's still champion. He's not said who he's going to face yet. We know that entire list, though, that he tweeted out is seeming to go in order. So, I believe the next one's Edward. Even though Eddie is fighting Claudio, it's going to still probably seep into him coming back to AEW to face MJF. You, you, so you're still going by the list. I think you got to go by who's over, like who's who is next in line. Like, because clearly Steve Macklin was so ready to get a title shot. You know, I don't know why you weren't you weren't on board with me and Kevin. Like, Rebellion's going to be sick. Steve Macklin, the American hero, going into enemy territory, Canada. That's going to be fucking awesome. So, uh, what was I just saying? So, yes, Gino. So, you think it's just going to be Eddie Kingston for Eddie Kingston's sake, or do you think there is a guy like a Kenny Omega? Where we, who's like the other top baby face that would just be you can plug him right in here? Is is Orange Cassidy getting a title shot? I mean, there also is Adam Cole. There's Darby on. There's all the other guys that were on that list. But I believe the next one that he put in that order again. We had the Pebble. We had Brian Dipshit Danielson. We have, I think, next is Edward. I think if I don't remember the exact list, but there's a whole list that he made, and it might either go in order or it might go out of order. This might just be Claudio's time, or Darby Allen, or Adam. My Hangman, brain don't right? work, Cole. Yeah, I think Hangman's I, still on there too. So he could fight the Dipshit Cowboy. But as far as like coward. over baby faces, he's he's probably the number one. Like. Like when it, like when WWE's list gets leaked, like when they have their Excel spreadsheet, it's got heels and baby faces, and they're in order of like who's number one, who's number two. Like MJF is clearly top heel in AEW right now. Hangman's got to be like the number one baby face, plus win loss record, right? He would be up there. Yeah, so I think you might be right. So at the next pay per view, since he always going to be wrestling pay per view, so four months from now we get to wait and see for Hangman versus MJF, where MJF beats the hell out of him. But he wrestled at Winter's Coming. He defended the belt against Ricky Starks on a television show. They can't do another four months in between. Like that was, this was a lengthy feud that we all lost a lot of interest in. Like when they had, when it had started, I think we were on board. But the fact that it was another five la- labors of Jericho, another one. We, how many times are we going to do that storyline? Like, is like we, we talk about Vince kind of running in circles or running in cycles. How many more fucking five labors of whatever's do we need? 
Well, I mean, we he at least admitted, like even like with the storyline when he won the title, when he was champion, he said, "I'm gonna make motherfuckers jump through hoops. It's gonna just be the same thing. Make you hate me, make you feel repetitive by this reign of terror." So even like Tony Khan and MJF worked around, like we're just gonna do this over and over again. We don't give a shit. We're gonna run this to the ground till you fucking hate this show because you're gonna fucking be hating that I'm gonna be putting through, through people through hoops all the fucking time, having labors for them to get to this fucking title opportunity. And why, but if we have a ranking system already that we're not really sure what that's doing or what that's for, isn't that sort of so they can you can make the argument that Daniel Daniel Bryanson wasn't going to get a championship match unless he was ranked number one, and wouldn't that be you have to fight like the top five contenders? Like he was just fighting randos, he was just fighting random dudes like Roosh. Like is Roosh top five? I don't think so. Like how? Maybe the ranking system could be used more in the line of if you want a title match, you have to be at least top five. So him just fighting a bunch of randoms just for he was already top five when the feud started. Why does he have to continuously fight these randos? Because you have to jump through hoops. So Tom Timothy Thatcher was the biggest hoop he had to jump through, and it's great that Timothy Thatcher I saw will be getting a title opportunity against Wheeler Yuta this Thursday night. Probably the only good wrestling match ROH just had is Wheeler Yuta pure rules match against Timothy Thatcher. Wheeler Yuta sucks, dude. I, I I cannot understand why he loves being in the BCC. Like he just, I'm a badass. It's like, dude, you have not worked shoulders this millennium. Like he he just looks like he looks like he he doesn't look like a wrestler. Am I crazy? Can I get Jim Cornette on on board with me? Like he just looks like a regular guy. And yeah, maybe there's other people that look regular, but he looks extra regular guy. And that's why I'm looking forward to him getting stretched the fuck out and tapped the fuck out by Timothy Thatcher, the real pure rules champion he should be. Gino, Larry D needs our help. Larry D from Impact Wrestling. Did you hear the story? So uh, there's some, we got some wrestling headlines here. We're journalists. Uh, him and his family have fallen on hard times. He posted on Twitter that his home had burned down. Uh, he's at a loss for words. He doesn't know where to start. He was thankful that his dog's cat's wife and four children we all evacuated safely from the house. So they have a GoFundMe up, Gino. Um, it was set up by his ex-wife. That's in, that's interesting. They've lost everything and will be starting from scratch. They have no clothes, no furniture, no toys for their baby. The current goal is $10,000, of which over 6000 has already been raised. Isn't that nuts? His house burnt down? Larry D? That is extremely nuts. Like, it's really crazy when you think of, like, how fast, like, a fucking house fire can go. Like, even something small like your dryer, like, dryer machine, the full fucking dryer lint can just cause a fucking burst out into flames. Your whole house can be burnt down. It's scary, like, just how fast you just end. Gino, you're in the basement, dude. Are you running up these stairs? Are you ready for stairs when, it, when it's time to, if anything happens? I will be ready if anything does happen to this house or any household because it is a sad thing when it does happen. It just it can happen without even fucking knowing it. A flood or a fire can just happen and damage everything. Why do you think he requested his release from Impact Wrestling? Like, isn't that kind of odd? Like Triple XL, although not my favorite team, Impact always does this with tag teams where they'll have a tag team show up for a cup of coffee and then leave. A la Finn Juice, Good Brothers are gone now. Like the, the tag team champions are the only tag team that's there. Once they lose the belt, much like you know Brian Cage and Johnny Mundo, all those champions that lost the belt and they would leave. Like, isn't that kind of don't, don't they see? Don't they fit in Impact Wrestling? I mean, they do, especially like Larry D. I thought was doing a great job with the whole him and the whole what was it, ring rust and the whole gimmick stuff, like with that and 
again, Wrestle House 2, going into him being who killed Lil Shot Johnny Bravo. Like, I thought they were doing like something good, like, this is good entertaining stuff. He's actually enjoying it. I thought it's like, no, he wanted out. Maybe he thought it was like, it's too much. I'm mean, like, it's too much the same shit. He'd actually want to be a wrestler. And Impact's just making me into a comedic character, even though I'm a good, I'm doing a good job at it. I don't want to do it anymore. So he wanted to be free. But freedom is just work in the indies. So, like, when you work at Impact, aren't you only working the TV tapings? They don't do live events anymore. Like, and even if they do live events, it's the same weekend and same location of the TV tapings. So, I don't, that seems like the most lush, cush gig is for a wrestler is Impact. Like, you you still get to work the indies. You just have to make sure that you go to the TV tapings. You're getting exposure of being on television. You're working for a company that has you know its own impact plus network where people are going to be watching your stuff forever uh why would you why would you leave that's it. i never understood that why would they leave might be just their own choice their own stuff they're going through but i do hope people can help support larry d and get him back on his feet with his family because that guy was a big fan of him and i'm sure scott and other great impact legends are supporting him the best they can by giving what they can to reach that ten thousand dollar goal I'm seeing right here that uh, Tyler, Tyler says Impact saves money doing 90-day contracts. That has to be true, right? Like instead of instead of instead of the and you don't know where the wrestlers are going to be at. Like how Big Bill leaving was a huge reason why they need because they just signed Eddie Edwards to another long-term deal. Like they love signing Eddie Edwards, so they'll sign him forever. They'll keep that guy on the books forever. But when it comes to like a Big Bill or a TJP. Or like, or who else has left? Like, was kind of confusing. Even Johnny Mundo and Austin Aries. Like, even when they left, it was confusing. Like, why they were allowed to leave after losing the championship? Oh, oh, what an elixir bomb from the Six Samurai! So, uh, because you and I, like, we know, don't get too attached to some of these Impact guys. They're going to be on their way. Don't worry about Johnny Swinger; he'll still be there. But yeah, when when we get when we're look, you and I are looking at Big Bill having an amazing feud with he uh, with Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers. Put that shit on. Do your dance, baby. Do your dance. Put that shit Thank on. Thank you so much, Rashad. And we just need to be ready for that to end, right, Gino? I we do need to be ready for that to end, but we know there are people that are gonna be ride or die impact stars like Sammy Callahan, like Eddie Edwards, the heart and soul of impact. Wrestling are those who one is the heart, one is the true soul that Impact will keep having. That we're going to be making this show last to the end of time, with also crazy Steve because the menagerie will never die. We're getting closer and closer to the to the multiverse of matches. You know, Kushida is getting a title shot. Isn't that like kind of annoying though? They announced that he's getting a title shot because we've already also announced that Josh Alexander is defending against Steve Macklin. Like, I don't like when we're booking stuff so far out that we're just kind of like. We're making this match useless because we already know that Josh Alexander has a title defense elsewhere after this one. Why not just make it non-title? Why do we have to have a fake title match? It's because it's still going to be a great title match nonetheless, no matter what. Like Even though you may know who's going to win, you're still going to see an amazing Josh Alexander match that will be able to top the next one until that next one. Like There are always great matches that Josh Alexander is able to put on. No matter if it's title match or not, so they just want to make you feel like he could lose the match to title here, and then it changed the entire card, or he could lose it here, it changed the entire other card. Anything could happen. So, Gino, I did not watch Raw last night. I have not watched it yet. John Cena returned. Did you get to see his promo? People were telling me at work, oh, what a promo. I did see John Cena's promo. I saw Logan Paul's promo. I, it was it was WWE. So are you still not on the WWE train? 
No, I'm not on WWE train. I'm all on the Impact train, especially after Shane Hayes cut a promo that's better than any WWE promo we've ever heard. Dude, I'm loving wrestling right now. Like, I know that I talk a little shit about it, but even when I'm watching Raw, I'm like kind of excited. I don't, I don't know if it's WrestleMania season. I don't know if it's you guys. Like, We're just loving wrestling, dude. So Impact, AEW, all the shit is all good right now, all good all the time. Plus, I watch the Hulu version, so they're also shorter. You're even like an NXT, you know, so you're a mark. You you just want to be the cool wrestling fan. Like, I hate Raw and SmackDown, but I love NXT, which is just a shittier version of both. It was great that we got Shawn Michaels speeding, get some fucking facts about the backstage and NXT, the politics Hearts going on there. In Japan some says John facts. Cena rules if I were an inbred Mark retard. Oh, so maybe I am an inbred Mark retard, you know. I'm, I'm loving John. I didn't see the promo yet. Um, so I'll have to check out Monday Night Raw. Uh as soon as we wrap up here, Gino, I think it's. I think it was great. I didn't watch it, but I'm assuming it was the best. I don't think it was as good as Shane Hayes' promo before his match with Speedball Mike Bailey this past Thursday on Impact, which is the best Speedball. TWFS says John Cena sucks fan. unless you're gay. John Cena, su- so if I'm gay, he doesn't suck. Okay, I'll be. Gay. Everyone's gay now, Gino. One fourth the high school students. As me and Jigs confirmed earlier, I heard that from a kid who goes to high school. I didn't make that stat up. It was said to me by a high schooler. Everyone's gay now, Jigs. Get ready for it. It's coming. Let's all just wear it. Gino, MLW is mad at WWE again. Is that just constant? Is it con- Is that forever? That's the forever struggle? That So Reels is going to Peacock, and WWE says, no MLW, though. How- how- I thought Triple H was the cool boss. How come he doesn't like MLW? I think it's deep down. It's Vince telling Triple H, no, you can't allow that because it's going to get into our company. It's going to make people and us look back because it's going to be the entire MLW library is going to be on then. People are going to be able to see all this great wrestling. No, we cannot have competition. Or is it and the Triple most? H's like, okay, you know what? I think it's the most Triple H thing ever now that you're saying it out loud because he was the guy that was like, China can't be in the Hall of Fame because if you search her, you're going to find porn. Like, you, you, can't have, you can't have MLW on Peacock because – you go on Peacock, you type in wrestling, you punch it in, and what do you get? You know, you get MLW, and that's that's not that's not us. People are gonna get confused. So I I I mean I would I, you know Peacock is a funny thing. I you know it's so clear they don't want people to know like there's only one wrestling on Peacock and it's WWE because they are afraid of competition. They're also just afraid of the stigma that like Major League Wrestling isn't the same product as them, so they don't want to be on the same brand as them or network. Yeah, especially with some of the fucking crazy shit you see in MLW, don't get Davey like Mance Warren. They'd be like, who the fuck is this? This guy would not do anything to Davey. They're like, he's too much. This is too much of a character. Davey has cartoons, not monsters. Gino, well, hold on. <laughs> Hammerstone, micro brawlers? Are you serious, Gino? Gino, we about covered it all. We're big fans of AEW. We proved that January 6th was a hoax. I can't believe that, you know. I still, I'm gonna go do more research, dude. It's gonna blow my fucking mind. Weed Smoke 420 in the chat. Jacob Fatu is the best in MLW. I saw him live. It was so cool. He was doing like we're the one stuff. He knows the bloodline exists. He's a fucking mark. He's a gay mark, as Kevin and Ayako would say. So gay and markish. Gino, we're gonna record our Bible podcast this week. It needs to make a return. G Spot says, please, where are you going? Number one answer, take a shit. Can't wait to do that. Um, and then number two answer, what are we going to do after this, Gino? Uh, you could be watching Raw. You could be going watching Impact. You could be riding off to a sunset. You could just be enjoying more professional wrestling. 
The, the truth is, it's probably just going to be dishes, probably going to be some chores. Should we just go six hours? And we could go six hours. We could pull up Impact right now just watch it. We watch Impact. It, says. it shows people how great it looks. Thank you. So, there's no more water in this thing, Rizzo. But I'll be back tomorrow with Kevin Scampoli, the whole fucking show. Genos Vacuum says, I could have seen Jacob here in Lodi, but I had to work. Lodi. It's, it's pronounced Lodi, Gino, okay? So, Gino, you did an amazing job. We didn't mean to attack you, Gino. We want you to feel included, okay? That's what we're doing. You are included, Gino. We do want you to be better, though. We don't want to just coddle you forever. We want you to just continue to turn into a, uh, an amazing person. Because you are. Don't look up and say, like, I don't know if I'm actually a good person. Like, you are, Gio. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're thinking about it too much. And the more you think about it, the more you stay in the basement. And I guess that's true. But at the same time, when you get in your own head and you question morality and what is good, what is bad, because it's all subjective and how everyone sees you differently. Because in reality, there are like millions and millions of you because whenever you meet somebody, that's no. another you that exists in reality. So no matter what, there's thousands of you and someone might see you as bad. Some might see you as good. Some might see nope. your morals as different hey, than theirs. So it's always questionable. It gets in your own head. You never really know the truth of who you are until you like peel back and try to like figure out and question the real you that's with it nope see that was all overthinking none of that made any sense you know there's one you there's a thousand me's like no there's one you look in the mirror that's you there's the one you found it you're like jet lee okay you you're mentioning thousands of genos you need to kill the other genos okay there is one geno and he's the all-powerful geno so i don't know why you worry about what some stranger on the bus thinks about you like i wonder what geno they got to know like no geno it's just you you're the geno you're, you're Jushin Thunder Gino. So you're going to be fine. And don't worry. Like, like they're going to, like, no, that was so much. You don't need to think that much. Just go outside and say hi to people. You're going to be fine. I'm sure one day I will be fine. But right now, I'm just living my life to the best I can and enjoying every moment of it because this is the one life we have. Gino, remember you told me this was the worst song? <laughs> This is the greatest wrestling song of all time. I don't know why you thought this was a shitty song. It's so perfect. It's AJ Styles. Who, he could have been an Olympian, right? He could have been an Olympian, right? So he gets an American song. And Born in the USA is a classic. Let's make a early 2000s. Thank shit you so much, Weed Smoke 420. I'm going to pretend to drink out of this empty bottle. Gino, now that we listen to this song every week, isn't this the best wrestling song ever? It's not. There's so many better songs, especially for AJ Styles when he said that his favorite theme song he's ever came out to was Demigods, which is his greatest theme song of all time, which was his ROH theme. He's that wrong. He, tell him he's wrong. Listen to this song. It's perfect. Born and raised in the USA. He's AJ Styles from America. Wrestling, it's, it's a perfect song. It sounds good. It plays well when it's loud. Dude, it's fantastic. 
Yes, but they also gave it to a few other guys besides AJ Styles. This was like their theme song for people that they didn't have for a theme song. I think Jerry Lynn even used this for a short time. Dude, they gave yeah, it's perfect. It's a perfect song. Give it to everybody. Have everyone who's American come out to this song and have everybody who's not American come out to something else. This is fantastic. Listen. Listen to the Springsteen one, and he's actually kind of bummed out. Like it's about going to war, and you know, like they sent me off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. It's actually kind of like a sad song, you know. And it's what we need to hear. But then people like Ron Reagan or Donald Trump will come out to that song, not realizing that it's a not a good song to come out to because it's reality-wise, it's telling us to sad story what it is to be in america to prove and protect our land you should be like proud to play yeah you are it's like just play to tell the real story of history yeah you should be proud to protect the land is that what you just said yeah absolutely you should protect the land uh this is a great country gino we get to play dumb music for money think of that then gino (laughs) yeah i made a song i live in a country where i get to do that you know, there's other countries where you have you just they give you a job. Hey, go sew shirts together for 19 cents so Gino can wear a finesse club shirt. And they talk about how America's ridiculous. Come on, Gino. Born and raised in the USA, bro. Like it's the best song. Here's the oh, dude. song rules too. Though. Born down in a dead man's town. The first kick I took is when I hit the ground. Ended up like a dog that would be too much Till you spend half your life just to cover it up now Yeah, it is like I'm being kicked like a dog like, My life sucks dick, I was born in the USA And then we come out and we're just like, this song rules like, But Springsteen's a big libtard, too. Remember he made that Jeep commercial and then got a DUI? Yes, I do remember that there's so many. Like, we don't need to go too much in there with Bruce Springsteen. The boss is the boss. That's all he is. Yeah, it's Bruce Springsteen rules. That's what I would do, too. I get a sponsorship from Manscaped and shave my balls. So he got a DUI and a Jeep. Hey, you guys sponsored this shit. This is your fault. Do your research. My balls are well shaved. His Jeep is fantastic. Gino, we covered it all, dude. We did it 100% from top to bottom. This was the most in-depth AEW review we've ever had. We touched on Impact Wrestling, and I think we covered it all. Did we miss anything? Well, what we did miss is during this amazing NXT Women's Championship match with Mako Sotomore versus Roxanne Perez. After Roxanne won, she immediately collapsed to the ground and had to be stretched out, so it's just sad. We get to see what's going to happen. First stand delivered for Roxanne Perez, who is still our women's champion at NXT. Somebody posted a picture of her in the Discord today, and I was like, she's so cute. She's so pretty. Everyone loves Roxanne Press. She's one of the best. And it was just also a great NXT because we got to see Shawn Michaels back in a ring talking, sitting down with Grayson Waller. And Grayson just fucking bearing the share of this old piece. She only got his job because his friend had a fucking heart attack. Was he, uh, was Sean, like, uh, couldn't breathe when he got to the ring? Like, oh, God, I forgot how to do that. You know, he always does that when he goes to Raw now. Oh, that's a long walk. So did he do any of that? 
No, he thankfully was able to breathe. He was able to actually speak. He wasn't like stuttering too much. It was a really good Grayson Waller effect. That it's worth watching. I'd say just Grayson so you can Waller see. Sucks. Sean Michael could still go in twenty twenty three. Grayson Waller's the worst, you know. They're, and they're treating him like a main eventer. Like that's maybe that's the problem. Is like the, I have that resistance because he's terrible. He's entertaining. He's one of the big stars that actually deserves that. Just like, again, the real two that got picked to be like the stars we're going to push was Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker. But this man's been able to break through that ceiling that NXT was putting onto him. Be like, no, you're not going to be up there with them. But he is. He's right up there with these two future stars. Which one's better, dude? This one or the Bruce Springsteen one? Bruce Springsteen. This one's better. Born and raised. Because this one's also patriotic. The other one's not. This one's like, I bleed red, white, and blue. This song rules, Gino. I don't know why you hate AJ Styles so much. Gino, it's time. Let's ride off into that glorious, glorious. Oh, that's a different song. We'll play that song, Gino. That song's sad. Uh, We are going to ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset thank you so much everybody for being here live trova.live slash fleeties tomorrow gino i have a a a t-ball team party at dave and buster so i'm gonna race home to watch aew dynamite my favorite show with my favorite friends what do you think gino if 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 these practices run late do i need to switch uh nights with tyla am i going to mondays i don't know that might be what you're gonna have to do i'm I'm going to be working tomorrow. I don't know when I'll be back home. I'm able to join in. Hopefully I can before the show ends and find out how the night goes. But either way, I will be there in the Trovo chat with you guys as if I was still there in the disco. Oh, dude, we need you there tomorrow. I'm gonna Tomorrow's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. It's in Sacramento. Gino's vacuum is going to be there live. Hopefully he pulls a Tyler and Kevin and he's able to FaceTime us from the event or something. During Rampage, you get to call us or some shit. It is going to be an amazing, amazing time. So thank you guys so much for being here live. Uh, and let's ride off into that glorious, glorious sunset, Gino. Gino, good night. Good night, ladies. Love you, man. Love you too, Gino. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you tomorrow. I present to you Dollars and Cents by Anton Pack. Pack. Yours truly. God bless you, Jigs. Love you, buddy. Have be cool. Damn, okay. Game by night on the fans, okay. Try your best, but you won't understand, okay. Can't relate. Just part of the story, don't you pan? I don't got a penny in my debit card. I swear if I want it, then I'ma get it. It's like, but things will be different if I was balling. I say more money, more.